But anyway, let's, uh, it's four o'clock and let's get started. I want to wish everybody um, a happy uh, Labor Day weekend. And I want to thank all of you for joining this weekend. I know probably a lot of you are busy and you have things to do. Uh, I'd like to start, uh, somebody sent in a very good question um, about how, how do I get started? You know, you get a package and you have all this equipment. What do you do? I think the first thing you do is you take a deep breath, uh, maybe say a prayer, uh, maybe have a positive affirmation, you know, relax. But we have gone to great lengths to make it easy for you to get started and to learn all the ins and outs of the program. Uh, years ago, we used to have patients come for one week. And during that You're one fine. week, you were with us for six to eight hours a day. And so you can imagine you. during that time period, uh, you learned a lot and we kind of held your hand. But you can actually be at that one week meeting. Isn't that exciting? Uh, every, every, um, during every program, I would give three talks. So you can actually watch the video of me sitting there talking to the group. So what I'm gonna do is, um, let's see, do a sh screen share. I'm gonna share my screen. So let's see. You're next to the doctor. You're in the top Okay, row. can you see my screen? Yes. Okay, good. So this is in the top box. No. It should be on your computer. Anyway, this is going to be recorded. So what you do, it's real easy. Remember this. You type in Kondrat YouTube. Kondrat YouTube. And then you're going to come to my YouTube channel. And right here, you can see it's called a playlist. You get the playlist. We have one list here for the home program. Oh, and incidentally, the office does send you a link to all this information. You should have this link, but I'm just going to go through it. So there's one that has home program. And the other one has the Restore Vision program. So I'm going to hit the home program. Wait, what happened here? Okay, welcome everyone. My name is Dr. Edward Kondrat, for those of you that don't know me. And I want to congratulate you for... Okay, so this is the, the lineup of the... Doing intro to microcurrent. So those of you that have a lot of questions, it's a review of the InstraStar machine. Improving results with microcurrent. This is important. And we have one on the six-hour urine challenge test, how to take it. Taking your homeopathic remedy. Also one on light therapy and an update on the 10 essentials. So all this is essentially what, what you need to get started. And most people are really excited about the microcurrent. Um, so you may want to go right to this one. 
forget about the intro to microcurrent. You want to you don't want to learn all the scientific stuff and studies. Just review the InstaStar machine. When you click this, I go through the basics. Go over the basics of the machine. Uh, you know the buttons, uh, how to how to work it, etc. Now there's another um, one here. Okay, welcome everyone. Let's see. This one here is the Restore Vision program, right down here. And these are actual lectures. Okay, I want to officially welcome everyone, and um, I'm really grateful. That so this one was probably done over the holidays. This must have been in December. Uh, so the videos we have here is intro. And this is lectures that I actually gave to patients that were attending our center in Florida. And I, then I give a talk on microcurrent. I give a talk on uh, light therapy. Um, and also there's one there, I think on uh, homeopathy too. I think it's a combination here. So this is what you really need. So once again, for those of you that are tuning in late, go to Kondrat YouTube.com and you go to my YouTube channel. And if you want to be updated on information, click subscribe. So when you go there, you'll see the latest videos that I've posted. Here's Healing with Homeopathy, week three of the vision event, James McNear, all that. But go to playlist. When you go to playlist, the first thing there is the home program. This is all the important videos that you need to watch. And then if you're interested in actually um, kind of like being there during one of our one week programs, click this and you get all the videos. So I hope that that's helpful. Yes, it is. Thank but if you. you do have trouble, if you do have trouble um, finding that playlist, the office does send you, when you join the program, they send you a link. Um, the other thing that's been very popular is our vision event. And that's a playlist right here. And we have uh, Dr. Wallace, my talk on homeopathy. Uh, Dr. McNair spoke. There's one on coma therapy. So all those uh, are available. So let me go back here. So this is the um, site here. Then after, you know, if you do have any particular problems or questions, um, you know, give us a call or the purpose of these meetings, and we are meeting twice a month now, the first um, Saturday and the third Saturday, this is a good opportunity to ask questions. Um, I do get some comments, oh, I called the office and no one answered. Well, we do have two uh, full-time people working now. Um, a couple of weeks I ago- I can hear Nancy. Okay. 
Yeah, we yeah, lost you. Back. We lost you for a couple minutes. Okay, it must, must be your internet connection. Anyway, this is being recorded, so you can always go back. But I was saying now we have um, two people working full time in the office. And it's, you know, I gave them instructions. They should return your call within 24 hours. So we, we try to do that. Okay, so let me open things up for question now. And the best way you can uh, ask a question is uh, type it in the chat. All right. Uh, or raise your hand or just speak up. Now, because we have a lot of people, I may not see everybody's hand. Let me see if I can do something here, expand this here. Oh, I think I'm gonna have to stop sharing. Then I can open up the, all right, how's that? that I think that's better. Okay, Lou, I think you have a question. Yes, I'm new to this. I'm not very good with this uh, Zoom uh, technology, but uh, I need to ask a question. I'm gonna have surgery again on uh, October 3rd. And I wonder, the microcurrent, if I can use it right after surgery. Uh, what kind of surgery are you having? The correction again, because I have a scar tissue and the, uh, they have to clean the blood, the blood. They have to do the uh, glaucoma. Uh-huh. Um, I think that there's, that, no that would be... there's no problem with the microcurrent because microcurrent um, uh, does re reduce inflammation. And one of the big problems after glaucoma surgery is that the inflammation sometimes can scar the bleb like you have. So I don't think there's a problem. Well, yeah. This is current. Uh, this will be my third uh, surgery on that eye. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I'm not happy about it. <laughs> but uh, it's because I, I formed the scar tissues. But mm -hmm. then when, uh, when, they, when they do the surgery, I will be using um, prednisolone every two hours and the uh, antibiotic drops. And you said that uh, I have to use the microcurrent separate from those drops. Well, I would put the, uh, take the drops. Don't use the microcurrent at the same time you use the eye drop. So if you same wait time. five minutes, if you wait five minutes, it's not gonna be any problem. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, still, I will use the microcurrent once a day. Yes, I don't think it'll be a problem. Okay, somebody asked a no question. Somebody asked a question about vitreomacular traction. Oh, and also, there's a lot of noise in the background. Somebody's doing something. Yeah. All right, thank you. Vacuum cleaner. Yeah, no vacuum. Do it after the meeting. <laughs> anyway, someone asked a question about uh, vitreomacular traction. And the question is, oh, turn that vacuum cleaner off. Does vit vitreomacular traction need surgery? Uh, the answer depends on what type of vitreomacular traction. If it's severe and it's pulling um, on the retina, you may need surgery but vitreomacular traction is very common. So I'd be happy to look at the records 
I don't know who asked this question. KG, uh, is that your question? You might want to send me. Um... Oh, you know what? That noise is really annoying. Right. I'm going to see if I can. Oh, it stopped. Everybody check in your background. If you hear a vacuum cleaner, it's you. <laughs> So Gigi, send me a copy of your record so I could look at it, okay? Uh, and uh, let's see, Lisa has your hands up, Lisa. Yeah, I put my question in the chat. It's about the amount of homeopathic remedy that we take. I don't understand about the four ounces. Okay, That is four. so irritating, but whoever's vacuuming. <laughs> I may have Can to mute, mute everybody. Yeah. Just mute everybody. I'm trying to see where that is. Um, you go to the participants, okay. and then at the bottom it says mute all. Right? Should say it there. To everyone um, here, I don't see a mute. Oh, yeah, here it is. Mute all. There. Okay, let me answer your question about the homeopathic remedy. I would strongly suggest that you watch the homeopathic video because I went to great length into explaining exactly, I even give a demo on how to make, you know, prepare the homeopathic remedy. But just a summary, uh, you use four ounces of water and you put five to seven drops in, not dropperfuls, drops. And then you take approximately a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of that mixture. You do not drink the entire four ounces. Oh, I'm going to unmute. Yes, I, yeah, you're, I, you're I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just unmuted myself. So I understand that. But but do we drink what do we do more than one half teaspoon a day? That's my question. No, only once. Watch the video. So that, I explained that you only right. take it once in the video. And you do throw away all the other. Um, so why not just make it two ounces and three drops so that it, you don't waste as much? That's a very good question. And we want you to go through that bottle in about a month. Remember, we're pushing your body towards health. Theoretically, why not put one dropper full or, or one drop in? It'll make it last longer. But your body's not going to heal. We want to push your body okay. to a certain okay. extent. So you should go through that bottle in about a month. And one of the questions okay. I ask patients, if they're not responding to the homeopathic remedy, are you using it every day? Yes, doctor, I am. Uh, what number are you on? And they're still on the first bottle after three months. So I know they're not taking it properly. So six, six drops every day, and you should go through that bottle in about a month. Okay, good. Thank you. That was a good question. All right, since everybody's muted, uh, you're gonna have to raise your hand and then I'll un- I've got a question. Oh, Jeanette. I don't know if you can hear me. Yep, yes, I hear sir. you. Yes, sir, for you. You're okay, great, good. great. Thank you, thank you, appreciate that. Um, I discovered a place today um, that has infrared 
therapy, cryotherapy, um, IV, you know, they're kind of a restoration and health alternative. And I'm interested in cryotherapy, um, just anything to be able to get my, you know, mitochondria increased and everything working really extra well and stress levels down because I respect that now much more than I ever did. Uh, but I'm a little unsure about cryo and its impact. I mean, I'm thinking that it's like, you know, walking outside in a Chicago winter or something, but I don't know if it's something that if I'm immersing my full self, if it's gonna impact my eyes or even with the infrared. So I don't wanna do anything unless I find out if full immersion is okay. Um, I'm not that familiar with full immersion in cryo. I'm a little nervous about that because cryo uh, reduces cellular activity. You know, a hypothermic state leads to death. So, I mean, it's in a, theory- It's a three minute shock. Yeah. But, and uh, it, I can, I understand the theory, it shocks you and then there's supposed to be a rebound. I don't like that. I like okay. gentle therapies. I don't like a shock. Now we do have a device called the Delta laser. It delivers a red infrared light along with magnetic energy and along with um, sound waves. And um, if you go to my YouTube channel in the vision event, uh, Garrett Murin spoke on the um, uh, Delta laser. And many of my patients who are interested in red infrared, they use the Delta laser. Now, just to comment, uh, there's no question that light therapy, any type of light, a photon's a photon, can stimulate the mitochondria. Studies have shown that it does do that. It was an interesting study that looked at the frequency. By the frequency, I'm not talking about the wavelength, I'm talking about the pulsation. So apparently when you, it roughly is about three to five cycles, three to five pulses a minute, um, that tends to stimulate the mitochondria more. So what I like about the Delta laser, you can adjust the frequency or the pulsation. So a pulsating infrared laser gives you much better result in terms of stimulating the micro mitochondria. Now, if I want exercise. To that, I'm sorry? If I wanted to look further into that, should I call the office or? Oh, well, watch the video. Um, Garrett gave a very good talk in the vision event. Uh, in fact, the office will send you the link if you can't find it. And it's a very good device. And there have been studies to show that it does um, uh, help regenerate the nerve, stimulate the mitochondria, increase ATP. And uh, there have been some studies related to the eye. Now, the question is, is it better than microcurrent? Um, I, I still favor the microcurrent. But if you really want to boost the body's healing ability, then you might want to combine the infrared with the microcurrent. But I'm gonna tell you something interesting. Everybody's enamored with the laser. They think the laser is more powerful. Well, Dr. Tina Carew did a study comparing coherent light, which is a laser, 
to non-coherent light, which comes from a light bulb. So when you do the syntonic light therapy, you're using a light bulb. It's not a laser, just a regular light bulb. And she did a study uh, comparing if there was any difference. Interestingly, there's no difference. No difference. A photon's a photon. The only difference is the infrared laser tends to go deeper in the tissue. So if you have a musculoskeletal problem, the red infrared laser will go deep into the muscle or bone. That's one of the reasons why if you're doing infrared therapy on your eye, you keep those eyes closed. You keep it closed because the infrared light penetrates through the closed eyelid. Very dangerous to do red and infrared light with your eyes open. But when you do syntonic light, you keep the eyes open. You're getting a lot of photons hitting the retina. So some interesting facts. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, Sounds like there's it's sent it's been sent to you. It oh great. How's that for Thank efficiency? You. That's super efficient. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Oh, here's another question here. Um, can you comment on the correct way to place gloves and washcloths over the eyes during microcurrent? Uh, the wet washcloth extends beyond the eyes. Is this a problem for how the microcurrent travels? Well, the main thing with the washcloth, and then again, I would encourage you to watch the microcurrent video when I give instructions. You don't want the washcloths to touch each other. So you have one over your eyes and one behind your head. If they would touch, then the current's not going to go through your eyes. It's going to go from one washcloth to the other. So the main rule is anytime you do a microcurrent treatment, you want to draw an imaginary line between one washcloth and the other. So I don't think there's a problem, obviously, if you have too great of a surface area. You know, ideally, the smaller surface area would be more effective than the larger. So you don't want to get a really big, I mean, that's why we use a washcloth. Early on, I had a patient use a beach towel, you know, a big beach towel. And, you know, of course, that's going to be all over the place. And there's a greater risk for it to maybe touch the other washcloth or beach towel. So get a small washcloth. If the washcloth is too large, I always joke, you wanna get a cheap Walmart washcloth, you know, the small one, not one from a deluxe five-star hotel that's thick and big. You wanna get a, a small, cheap one um, and use that. And the question is, can you address the improvements I might have to see in testing that is done with my local ophthalmologist? Well. It's really important that you do go back to your local ophthalmologist periodically. And, you know, obviously the main parameter that we're looking at is your visual acuity. Uh, and when you have glaucoma, uh, they're looking at the visual field and the nerve fiber layer, which is the thickness of the nerve. And they're looking at your pressure. Uh, so ideally we, would like to see a change in all those parameters. Sometimes the only change is the eye doctor will tell you, well, you're doing well. I think we can cut back on one of your eye drops. So that's good news. 
But I have to emphasize, especially with glaucoma, that the goal is not to lower your pressure. The goal with the glaucoma treatment is to improve the health of your optic nerve. That's the goal. Because with glaucoma, uh, you know, the reason why you lose vision is because of damage to the optic nerve. So the microcurrent, light therapy, proper hydration, reducing stress, good diet, all these things are going to help the optic nerve. Exercise, all these things. Um, would it be useful to wear a pair of syntonic light therapy glasses that could be worn throughout the day? No, no, no. More is not better. We're gently stimulating your body to heal. So, you know, that's why I emphasize you only do the microcurrent once a day. The light therapy as directed. Most people do the light therapy once a day. Some do it twice a day, but do not wear the glasses all day. Let's see, Debbie has her hand up. Uh, let me uh, you unmute yourself and then Debbie, do you, you can unmute. I think you're unmuted. Nope. I think, uh, yep, I think you're unmuted now. Debbie? Hello? Are you addressing me, this? Are you addressing oh, me? Oh, I guess it's Denise. I thought it was Debbie. Yeah, that's why I, was, I wasn't. Anyway, um, we were talking about, um, one time I remember you saying about doing the microcurrent and, and the claw. You were saying the lighter it is, the better, right? So what I had found is I have some handkerchief, 100% cotton, and that's lighter than my Michael. So is that a good alternative or you want more? Is that no, okay? No, I would, I would <laughs> use a washcloth. Don't use a handkerchief. All the studies were done with a washcloth. So I would not experiment uh -huh. with a handkerchief. Oh, even though it's thinner, because I remember you saying it's thinner. So that's why I picked that, okay? okay. Um, all right, uh, and uh, I know that when when I put it behind the neck, I was I was told to uh, fold it in half. Now I, you know, like like this, and you fold it in half so it'd be smaller, and you tuck it in there. Now um, there, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, well, if I fold it, then I have more. I, I, then I'm having more layers that the, the, the micro having to go through. Does I think, that uh, Denise, a... you're overanalyzing. You're overanalyzing. Oh, okay. So over what does that mean? That... I would rewatch the uh, microcurrent video. I show, I give specific instructions. You actually fold the washcloth in thirds and put it on the back. Oh, of the I... So okay, because that is... That instruction came to me by phone, you know, through phone. I was telling you fold it in half. That's why I followed. No, uh, it's folded in thirds. That's why we have the video. So make sure you watch the okay. video. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it again. And go to go to Chondrite YouTube. All the videos are there. Sometimes when you hear instructions on the phone, you hear it wrong. That's why we have it in writing and we have a video and we send you the video to help out. So it's actually in thirds. Okay. All right. Hello. Is somebody? Hello. 
Yep, I hear you, but I don't know who you are. Who's well, talking? I'm trying to figure this all out. And what's your this name? This is my first time. Angie Seidel. I'm looking for you on the screen here. Did you call with your phone? I'm I No, I'm 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 Oh, I see you. Seidel's I you're using an iPad. You're high tech. Well, it's working, whatever it is. <laughs> but I'm this is my first time, so I'm trying to uh, acclimate to this. But I do have a question, Dr. Kondrat. Okay, fire away. And I'm glad you had success in contacting. Pretty soon you'll be an expert. I know. I, I tell you, I've got so many uh, thoughts about this macular that it's preempted my uh, ability to have more wisdom. But anyway, um, I know you talked a lot about hydration. So I have a program that I do every morning where when I wake up and I go to the bathroom, then I lay there and do my, um, my eye therapy. But I was thinking, am I hydrated enough at that hour in the morning to be successful with the microcurrent stimulation since I haven't really taken a lot of liquids? Is that well, going to impede? How many of you have gone to a massage therapist? As soon as you're done with the massage therapy, they usually give you a glass of water and say, drink this. Because if you're dehydrated, uh, the microcurrent's not gonna work and actually you can have complications when you're dehydrated. Um, you can have a headache, you can have muscle pain. I can remember when I was first learning microcurrent, I had some extensive therapies and I came to class the next day and I had a headache. And the first question the instructor said to me, uh, are you drinking plenty of water? And I said, no. So the rule of thumb is, and is to drink half your body weight in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you're gonna be drinking 100 ounces of water. Uh, so it is a good idea. Maybe it's a good idea if, you, if you're doing your treatment early in the morning, have a, a, a large glass of water because you, too, you do okay. tend to become dehydrated at night when you sleep. Yes. So have a big so. glass of water, and then after your microcurrent, have a glass of water. Okay, so that takes care of business. I can no. still do it in the earlier in the morning, start my day out with it. Yeah, well, the question I always get is, when's the best time to do the microcurrent? I actually, I like you to do it before you go to bed. Why? Oh. Studies have shown that the eye regenerates at night. So it makes sense to do the microcurrent before you go to bed because that'll help your eye regenerate. Now, on the other hand, some people do the microcurrent at night and it makes them jittery. It gives them energy. That's not good. Other people have found that, oh, when I do the microcurrent in the morning, it perks up my eye and I see better. So you have to listen to your body. But if you're not sure what time to do it, I prefer you do it in the evening, but that's up to you. Everybody's different. Okay. Also the same question about the homeopathic remedy. When's the best time to take the homeopathic remedy? The only requirement I have is that you don't eat or drink anything about 15 minutes before or after. Uh, so if you take the homeopathic remedy, it makes you sleepy. You don't want to do it in the morning. If it makes you full of energy, 
then you want to do it in the morning. So you have to, you know, listen to your body to find out the best time. But it is probably best to take the homeopathic remedy every um, 24 hours. So whatever time you decide, take it at that same time. Debbie, was your hand up? Now it's, I see you. Debbie. Yes. Can you can you can you hear me? I can hear you and I can see you. Okay. Um, I had a, several questions, but at least one of them. Um, when you wet the gloves before you do the microcurrent, do you wet the entire entire gloves, especially around the electrodes? Well, what I would recommend is you just soak the whole washcloth in some water. You know, warm or cold water. Oh, I do. I wet I wet the washcloths entirely and wring them out, and then I wet the gloves. But I just wonder mm -hmm. near the electrodes. Should you keep not, that? It's not necessary to wet the gloves. Okay. Oh, you mean at, at all? At all? Well, the gloves the gloves will become moist with the washcloth. Oh, okay. Okay. But you don't have okay, to. Okay, I get the, it. Soak the gloves in water and the washcloth and then wring them both out. Typically what we do in the office, all we do, we have a little crock pot when we were doing treatments in the office, which kept the water warm. We had all the washcloths in the crock pot. And then what we would do is we would drop a couple drops of essential oils. I think I commented, I like frankincense. It's an essential I just oil. recently bought, yeah, I just recently bought the frankincense and I wondered how many drops you put in uh, just what, you know, couple, in the water just a couple drops okay couple drops. okay it, and then too much frankincense can be toxic there was a really good uh, okay. last uh, year or two years ago dr um vega who's a medical doctor is an authority on essential oils he gave an amazing talk on essential oils especially the power of uh frankincense in terms of regenerating the eye, regenerating DNA. It was really phenomenal. Wow. And wow. the other thing is, see, microcurrent acts as a carrier. It's taken that essence of that frankincense into your eye. Can I just put a couple of drops, like in a small amount of water, wet, wet the wash, put the washcloths in there and oh, then well, bring them out? Some people do. I would not put the frankincense directly on your skin. You may want to mix it with- Oh, no, I wouldn't oil. do that. I mean, some people will put a little bit of dilute frankincense oil above and below the eye and then do the treatment. But I just like putting a couple oh. drops in the water. Too much okay. may be toxic and burn. So experiment with that. Okay. Um, and I just received recently my urine test results. Um, how do I know if I really need chelation therapy? Well, if any of those um, heavy metals are in the red area, you definitely need it. Oh, yeah, none of them were in the red, just a, a little bit in the yellow. The um, then you're probably um, you're probably in good shape. Okay, okay, um, and I also go see the retinal specialist in a couple weeks, less than a couple weeks. Um, I just started your program a couple weeks ago. Um, do I ask him for a report each time I go and yep. have it printed out or? Yeah, it's best. Okay, to, and then send it to you. And, you know, you can either ask him to send a report, but I think when you're there, tell him, oh, I'm keeping records 
and I wonder if you could give me a copy. And then you could just, okay. you know, take a uh, picture with your iPhone or send us a copy so we can put that in your folder. Also, the question okay. everybody has, okay, when can I expect to see results? I think someone yes. microcurrent consistently for three months. Is that a reasonable period of time to see changes? Well, the main change we want to see is an improvement of your vision. You know, yes, uh, because sometimes the doctor will say your vision's better, but the doctor will say, "Oh, I see some swelling. You need a you need an injection." Well, uh, remember yeah. we're treating your vision, and yeah. uh, you know, I've it's really sad. I have some patients are getting they've had 50, 60 injections. They get an injection every month, and I say to them, "Is it helping wow. their vision?" And they go, "No, my vision's getting worse." but the doctor's happy because he's reducing the swelling. So just right, like the fluid. Yeah. Just like in homeopathy, we treat the person. Yeah. Well, we treat your vision. You know, I had one patient whose vision improved dramatically, but she was upset because she went back to the doctor. The doctor said, there's no change in your cataract and we still have to do surgery. So the bottom oh. line is your vision. So if you have macular degeneration, yes and your vision's improving and you can read, um, you know, that's, that's, the, that's our goal. Oh, definitely. That's my goal. <laughs> you're treating you and your function. So uh, I don't like it when people get hung up on numbers and pictures. I mean, the numbers and pictures are helpful. I mean, obviously if there's a big change in your visual field or the optic nerve scan, we're going to be concerned, but yeah. The main, the main change is in your um, function. Vision, function, okay. Vision and function. Because um, I've, okay. I've seen people that can read 2020, but they can't function. Why? Wow. Oh, I don't I see, understand. I, I see 2020, but there's ghosting and it's double and, you know. Oh, okay. And okay. other times people will maybe see halfway down the eye chart and they're functioning fine. They can drive, they cook, they do all their hobbies. So it's functioning. Okay. So we, we want to um, follow all those parameters. Yeah. May I ask another question or should uh, I sure. let I somebody see, else? I don't see anybody else's hand up. Um, okay. So far, um, far is it? Yeah, in the winter, I use what they call a, a uh, light therapy by Verilux. It's a LED. It's used for uh, to stimulate against um, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, seasonal affective disorder, yeah. Is that is that safe to use? Or I'm hoping the homeopathic will make a change that I won't have to use it. But it, you know, no, I, know, I, I just say, use it I during. I use it. I, I don't think it's going to interfere with the treatment okay okay and it's safe i mean it says it's supposed to be safe for your eyes mm. okay and um what, what what is your thoughts on whether to wear sunglasses or not wear sunglasses when you have macular degeneration um you do need a small amount of ultraviolet light for the eye to regenerate there was a study done at will's eye hospital when rabbits were deprived of ultraviolet light, the retinal pigment epithelium cells did not regenerate. You do need a moderate amount. And the biggest problem 
that people you're hearing about is vitamin D deficiency. Seems like everybody's deficient in vitamin D. Yes. And we're not getting enough sunlight. You do need a moderate amount of sunlight. Um, so I think that, um, you know, I don't wear sunglasses, but if I'm going to be outdoors all day, I put them on. All but day. Just, then yeah, you would. Just, if I'm just driving okay. to the store, it depends on your exposure, too. Also, if right. you've had cataract surgery and you don't have your lens, the human lens protects from excessive ultraviolet light. Okay. Oh, and you may want to watch, okay. I think on day two or three, I gave an extensive talk on ultraviolet light. If you go to the Restore Vision program and listen to one of those lectures, I gave a really okay. long talk and I answered all those questions about ultraviolet light, sunglasses, and things like that. Okay. Well, that's that was a great help. Yeah. So in other words, if you're out just for 15, 20 minutes in the light, don't worry about it. But if you're out yeah, all day take, in the, the sun, takeaway, then the it, takeaway method, the message is we do need ultraviolet light. Yes. We yeah, need because I, I don't really like wearing sunglasses, but I'll wear them if I'm out for extended period. Now, here's yeah. an interesting okay. You know, the sun is essential for all light life. Uh, when we eat plants they have energy and the ultraviolet light comes down and there, it's actually been identified what happens that the molecule, um, the chlorophyll the molecule absorbs the photon and there's a chain event, the electron transport chain converted into energy. Now, here's the interesting thing. In humans, we have something called hemoglobin. And if, mm, I, would show yes. you, if I would show you a hemoglobin molecule, and a, um, a plant molecule, chlorophyll molecule, and have them side by side, you'd say, they're identical, Dr. <clears throat> they are identical, except for one element. Does anybody know what that element is? The chlorophyll mm -hmm. molecule has magnesium in the center. The hemoglobin molecule has iron in the center. Yeah. That's the only ah. difference. So essentially, okay. we are like a plant. When we go out there <laughs> and ultraviolet light hits our skin, it's in the hemoglobin molecules absorbing that ultraviolet light, converting it to energy. In fact, there's a therapy. That's called, interesting. There's a therapy called ultraviolet blood irradiation, where the doctor actually takes the blood out of your body, irradiates it with ultraviolet light, and puts it back in. Oh my gosh. Wow. So we do need, but listen to that lecture. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. We got two other questions. Lisa has one. Uh, Lisa, and, you, you want to? I have about, a question too. Who's that? I'll get. Let me get Lisa first, and I'll get back to you. Okay. Is that Ron? Okay. Ron. Yeah. Lisa, did you Tom have one? Oh, next to you. Uh, um, I put them in the chat. Um, so my, you know, my eyes and my eyelids got very irritated because I, the ozone was too strong for me. And I was just wondering if there's any, my eyes are okay now, but the eyelids are still irritated. And I was just wondering if there was any solution for, I've been putting on Vaseline. I, I just don't know what oh, to do. Not to... Use, do not use Vaseline. Vaseline is a petrochemical, oh. very toxic. 
Okay. Use Vaseline. I would just use some compresses okay. and the microcurrent. Okay, great. Um, there's also the a question. Thing, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to do about the smell of the ozone? Well, ozone does have a smell and it is harmful to um, breathe it. Ozone is toxic to the lungs. What I would do is put a damp washcloth over top of the container that you have with the ozone and that'll reduce it. Or ozonate your saline in an open room or put a fan there to avoid Okay. It. Okay, right. Okay. And then my third question, which I hadn't written yet, in it, with cataracts, because I'm also doing the Oclumed uh, eye drops, uh, how often do I do the ozone eye drops and how often do I do the Oclumed eye drops? Okay, in well, day? the ozone eye drops are not going to do anything for the cataract. Absolutely okay. not. Okay. The Oclumed drops okay. and the microcurrent. Uh, are the effective treatment for cataracts, along with eliminating heavy metals you may have in your body. That's the big three treatments for a cataract. The ozone eye drops are mainly a treatment for dry, irritated eyes. So it's, uh, it. okay. it's a little bit um, disturbing that they actually made your eyes irritated, but I think talking to the staff, you had too much ozone. Too much of anything is bad for your body. Yeah, all I did was ozonate the water, the saline in the morning, and I did drops, and then I ozonated at night and did drops, and they just became so irritated and so scratchy, and it was terrible. Yeah, definitely then stop the ozone. That's a rare side effect. Yeah, do not use the ozone, just use the microcurrent. Oh, okay. Now, let me how, take, uh, how many times... I, I got to get some of these other questions. Oh. I, I, you know, but you didn't answer how many times. Uh, yeah. So somebody had a question about um, lead is 29 in the red. If you do have any metals in the red zone, you do need chelation. And you can give the office a call. The ideal way to do chelation is IV chelation. Uh, of course, that's the most expensive and it requires you going to the doctor. Most of my patients will do a rectal suppository chelation and they take a product called ocular detox, which is oral. That's what I do. I take the ocular detox and I do rectal suppositories. But you may want to give the office a call to get more details about that. And Sue, uh, let's see here. You have a question here, somebody. Ron, did you have a question? Yep. Uh, Righto, I'm new to the program, and is the old adage true that uh, it gets worse before it gets better? <laughs> no, we don't like that at oh. all. I don't like that adage. Yeah, I like fine. it to get better and then good, better, best. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going backwards. I've noticed that I've gotten more cloudiness and more fogginess in my vision uh, over the last two months essentially, and it was getting better even after I started the program uh, oh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I have noticed that the ozone has cut down the tearing and uh... Oop, I lost you, Ron. Hmm. I, I lost you, Ron, are you there?
Hello, Ron, are you? I kind of lost you, Ron. Oh, I said uh, with the ozone, uh, I'm getting less tearing and uh, it seems to be helping the dry eye problem somewhat. Uh, we're re-ozoning uh, three or four times a day to keep it up to its prime amount. Is that uh, too much playing games with ozone? No, no, everybody, everybody's different. Um, typically, I recommend you ozonate it in the morning, uh, lunchtime, and in the evening, and use the drops throughout the day. So my, my concern is, you know, why, why are you getting a decrease in vision? I mean, what's going on with your eyes? So we're yeah, well, that was my out. concern also. <laughs> now, one thing, uh, it could be very simple, is that um, uh -oh, we're having trouble here with the internet. Okay, am I back? I think I lost everybody here. We're having trouble with no, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. I just uh, I just started the syntonic uh, day before yesterday, and uh, I noticed the uh, the result of it may be a little improvement uh, in the eye that I'm not supposed to be seeing well out of it all, legally blind. I'm noticing that I can see the light bulb a lot better. Mm hmm. Well, that's good. So your vision is actually. Um, I'm having trouble with the Internet here. Are we back? Yep, I think we're back. Do you hear me? I hear you now. Yeah, I was saying with the syntonic. Uh, I'm seeing the light bulb a little better after a couple of treatments in my uh, right eye, which is supposed to be legally blind. Uh, but I'm noticing the uh, light bulb brighter in that eye than anything else. Well, everybody heals at a different pace. I never like to hear from a patient that the, their vision is getting worse after treatment. You know, my goal is to improve your vision. So it sounds to me like some things are working. You know, slow and steady wins the race. And it's a combination well, of the I'm, different treatments. Yeah, I'm certainly doing the microcurrent every day, day in and day out. I, I've got a five-hour treatment program. So I definitely started in the morning because uh, from eight to one or two or three o'clock in the afternoon, that's most of the day. It's kind of... Oh, no. Hard you do, do not wait. Wait a second. You should not have a five-hour treatment program. You don't need to do every one of those microcurrent programs. That's crazy. Just because you have ten programs right. doesn't mean you do them all every day. The only program I want then you to I do is your eye. I see. That's well, I misunderstood one. then. No, it, you've got I misunderstood. Re-listen re re to my introductory talk. That's crazy. You don't do the program every day. Remember, the goal is to improve your vision. The most important protocol program is your um, eye. Then next would be maybe the stress. If you're under stress, you do the stress. 
or you have heavy metals, you do the de detox. That's the main ones that you need to do. Ah, uh, then I've been chastised and now I understand. Thank you. Yeah, because now if you have the time, yeah, do all 10. But one of the complaints I hear from patients, Dr. Conrad, I just can't do them all. Uh, there's not enough time in the day. I hear you there. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, good luck and keep us posted, okay? I want to hear a good report from you. Yeah, I'd like to get a real good report myself. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, Janai, you have another one? Question? Yes, I do. My internet connection is unstable too, so I hope that I don't freeze. Um, I think I mine's them, unstable but... too. I don't know why. Usually it's pretty good. Yeah, same here. Um, so I put a question in the chat. I've got a couple of question, related questions. So first of all, my biggest challenge is, and I know we're looking for a better vision, but of course I want my pressures to, to stabilize and to be down. And it's just a challenge every day. And the tonometer is a blessing, but it can be very stressful, you know, when there are things that are hap that happen that are unpredictable, but I'm running an experiment every day. That's what I think to see what works really well for me and what doesn't. But um, in the evening, it's challenging. I don't want to wake up to something crazy like in the thirties and that's happened. And there have been times where it's happened and it hasn't come down much. I'm not happy if it just lands at 29. So um, I'm, I really want to know um, a couple of things. One is, is there anything, even though vision improvement is what we're after, is there anything that can that um, is prevalent for bringing that pressure down? Like I'm, I'm now finally daily able to do the microcurrent and the light therapy, and I do the brain. Um, therapy too, the, the, uh, the, the one that uh, is also programmed for the brain congestion. And so I do the brain and the, and the glaucoma one every single day without fail and the like. Um, so I'm, I, but I'm ultimately looking for, yeah, better vision, but I really want to stabilize the pressure. Like I wanna be able to go about my life and not have to think about what my eye pressure mm -hmm. could well, be. Let right. me just make a comment. Uh, I've seen glaucoma patients with the pressure of five go blind. And patients with the pressure of 25 have good vision all their life. So it's more than pressure. Yeah, pressure is important, especially if it gets up to 30 or 40, but it all depends on the health of the optic nerve. One of the best ways to lower the pressure is balancing the autonomic nervous system, reducing stress. Um, I clearly believe that um, you know, glaucoma is a disease of the autonomic nervous system. So, you know, deep breathing, positive affirmations, prayer, uh, all these things will help lower the pressure. Exercise can lower the pressure. So microcurrent and light therapy are really not tools to lower the pressure. They are tools to um, stimulate the health of the optic nerve. If you take a person who's never used eye drops, I've seen a drop in pressure. But as soon as you have glaucoma and you're using multiple eye drops, 
the microcurrent light are not going to do anything with the pressure. We lost you just for a moment. I think we did. Um, I'm back now. Me, but mm -hmm. um, I didn't hear. Okay, I'm trying to get back. Okay, I think I'm back. Yeah, we can hear you. Anyway, if you missed me talking, listen to the replay. I'll send a replay out because I was yakking and everything is is recorded from my end. So if you do lose it from yes. Oh, we didn't, none of us heard it. Okay, it may not be recorded. Oh no, it is recorded because it's recorded directly to my computer. It it's not recorded to the internet, so you you will hear it. Okay, so I'm I'm hoping I you know my fingers are always crossed. I don't want to go in there and see the OCT. You know, I I expect to see OCT and uh, visual field things change in really positive ways. That's what gives mm -hmm. me hope. But I have seen um, I have seen glaucoma patients with a complete reversal of their visual field. I have visual field evidence, complete reversal. So that's my wow. goal. That's awesome. I mean, I'm talking about a damaged visual field and it's normal. And I have seen regeneration of the uh, um, the nerve fiber layer too. So that's- I'm looking for that. I don't have a lot. Uh, I don't really, I mean, I'm seeing some little thing on this right side that tries to scare me here and there, but I've never had anything in my visual field, no issues with it before. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want any, but I want, but the layers, I need the layers. Um, mm. I need to see OCT scan changes like, you know, so I've got an appointment next month and I kind of want to like move the appointment to another month to give myself another month of having microcurrent and light therapy to, to see if I could build it up even more mm. before I get that. Send change. me, um, send me a copy of, uh, you know, your test results as soon as you get them and We'll, we'll get back to you on that. But unfortunately, okay, we're coming do. to a close. Um, and so I want to thank everybody for joining. This will be recorded. I'll try to send out the recording within, um, well, I'll try to do it over the weekend, okay? Um, but blessings to everybody. Have a good uh, Labor Day um, weekend. Uh, relax. And um, so we'll be meeting the third Saturday. But any other questions, uh, give the office a call. The office is not going to be open on Monday. So give them a call um, on Tuesday. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank, thank, you. thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.